0: Welcome back. On the weekend, the government changed but didn't. A swap at the top, a few switches below, no half-time substitutions, carry on cabinet. In our Limerick studio, Dr Teresa Reedy, head of the Department of Government and Politics at UCC.
1: And with us in studio here, Gerard Howland, public affairs consultant, columnist, commentator and former senior political advisor. Gerard Howland, can I come to your, you first? Um, we're well into this area era of new politics now. The two tribes, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, as we've been here and are playing on the same team for a good number of years now. Heather Humphreys had difficulty in answering what's the difference between the two parties, even Sean O'Rourke. Can you tell us what's the difference between Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael?
2: I can. I can tell you definitively what the difference is. There is no difference. Uh, economic policy was set between Fianna Fáil and Trioka, um in 08-09. Fine Gael continued that policy with Fianna Fáil support of 2016 and since 2016 Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael are cohabiting and now they in coalition. So that new politics is now old hat. Carol. So
1: does this togetherness help or hinder the two parties in moving forward electorally?
2: Well it's helped them immensely in keeping them in government which is the purpose of the arc the arrangement, the architectures, uh, there's no sign it's helping them electorally. Um, it certainly didn't help in 2020 uh, on the basis of the confidence supply agreement that it. Pertain for four years prior to that. And um, it certainly uh, shows no signs in most polls to date of helping them now, where give or take, they're about where they were at the last election. Dr. Trees, really good afternoon
0: to you.
3: Good afternoon.
0: Now, for all the talk about stability and delivery, we are two and a half years away from the next general election. For Fianna Fáil in particular, because their top man isn't in the top job, their eyes will be on the next general election. How on earth are either party going to distinguish themselves ahead of that?
3: I mean, I think they face a real challenge going into the next election and we've already actually seen some of the discussion taking place about will they, won't they have a transfer pact. Um, It it will be... A challenge for them to set out particular policy areas and policy stalls that allow them to compete and contest as separate uh, political entities. But separate political entities is, is what they are and I mean I agree with everything that's already been said in terms of, of policy but I do think um, it's important that things like culture, identity and the, the views of the members are also um, uh, counted for in these discussions about the parties uh, and certainly the party members, uh, the kind of limited research we do have tells us that they see themselves as, as quite different um, and any potential merger would be a long way down the road uh, because it would require those those members to get on board. So that challenge uh, is very much front and centre for both parties going into the, into the next election.
0: Do you expect Fianna Fáil to have a new leader by then?
3: I mean I think if we were talking two years ago, I probably would have said yes, but uh, as the the government term has progressed, I think Mian Martin certainly uh, grew into the role he emerged as a, a very strong and statesman like uh, Taoiseach at kind of critical moments over the last couple of years. And whilst there are kind of constant uh, low-key rumblings are found in the Fianna Fáil political party, no single or really credible challenger has stepped into the fray and there isn't any sense that that's going to happen in the immediate period. And we are moving uh, closer and closer to an election. So if something's going to happen, it really should happen in the next kind of six to nine months. And I think Micheál Martin sent out very strong signals yesterday that he and tends to stay in place. And indeed, right now, looking at it objectively, he really is his party's kind of greatest electoral strength. Gerald, what do you think about that?
2: Well, in a very weak situation, it is true, Mihol Martin is Fianna Fáil's greatest electoral strength by a long shot, uh, but none of that strength has translated in any poll ever to the party in which he leads, nor has the architecture of the co- coalition, he particularly more than any other of the three party leaders was responsible for putting together against the headwind, has done anything for the party.
1: And we saw yesterday Sinn Féin standing to clap, Micheál Martin. Should we take anything from that in terms of a future arrangement?
2: Um, perhaps, perhaps not. Uh, I mean, the architecture of the government, which left Sinn Féin as the main opposition party, has done them no end of good. So if I were Sinn Féin, I'd be clapping the government party leaders too.
1: Should we be discounting at this pos- this point the possibility of Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil and the Greens coming back for
2: a third term? No, definitely not. Uh, it is the longer shot but it is a feasible shot, and it's not just the three of them, but three of them with others, that Sinn Féin uh, would have to do very well indeed to be clear of any other alternative. And you could have a Sinn Féin that does very well, but doesn't do good enough to fend off an alternative of nearly all others. So that game is a real one uh, and uh, it is real politics. Theresa Reedy, much of,
0: in fact, all of Sinn Féin's focus in the Dáil yesterday of criticism was levelled at in particular and uh, in particular at Leo Varadkar. And indeed, there will be many within his own party who will be waiting to see if he can, to use their own expression, deliver. He hasn't delivered electorally for them so far.
3: I, I think... It- it's true to say that to some extent Leo Varadkar kind of comes with expectations that are unfulfilled. When he took over as leader of the party, um, he certainly was understood to be a communicator extraordinaire. And I think that that certainly is true, but it has also come with downsides and certain missteps. And uh, I think in terms of how they pitched themselves at the 2020 general election, that was very much out of step with the expectations and demands of the, the voters and the performance was very significant an undershoot of what had been uh, expected. I mean, he did manage the early period of COVID very well and in a difficult situation because he was an acting Taoiseach head of a provisional, um, provisional government. But, all of it builds towards very heavy expectations on, on on Varadkar now. And I think there are things about Varadkar in office that probably haven't gotten enough attention. Varadkar, even when he put himself before uh, Fianna uh for the leadership contest, spoke about defending people uh, and being a Taoiseach or party leader for the people who got up early in the morning. He very much projects a kind of a, a centre-right uh, image and centre-right rhetoric. But actually, as a, a person in portfolios and, and as a previous Taoiseach he's he's governed from the centre so sometimes there's a a bit of a those two are at odds in terms of what he does uh, and what he he says I think he's taking a softer tone certainly yesterday and asserting um, very much centrist credentials when he started talking about um, delivery in the National Development Plan but also um, this very interesting idea of a child uh, poverty unit that's going to be located in uh, the Department of Antishek so he's setting a very clear agenda for himself.
1: And George Howland, criticising Sinn Féin policies has been a big focus for Fine Gael in recent times and particularly Leo-, Leo Varadkar. Do we expect that to continue?
2: Of course. And of course it is a big moment for Sinn Féin because we're now into the second half. We're now beginning to run into an election. Change is a word. Increasingly people are going to look to Sinn Féin for meat on the bone, for detail, for figures, for plans. So the pressure will come on them uh, to deliver much more than they have hitherto. In relation to Fine Gael, of course they're going to keep up the pressure on, 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 on on Sinn Féin, uh, their problem, of course, and the governments generally, on the one hand, they're building out the state quite aggressively, but at the same time, they're mysteriously talking about magically reducing the tax burden overall for a much bigger state. And that doesn't add up unless you believe that the money tree that is corporation tax will grow indefinitely and forever.
1: And we have a cabinet meeting this week to consider things like the climate action plan, the the defective apartments. Will the honeymoon be over before Christmas?
2: Well, the climate action plan is a a seismic moment because I think it's the moment when we go from talk to action on climate in this country. We've had plans and preparations and quotas and uh, percentages. This is the moment of actuality. It's a huge achievement for the Green Party. It comes with great opportunity, significant cost, it comes with messy politics, because a big part of the politics of that, by the way, is roads and how there has to be less room for cars and more room for public transport, and you go through the the country in different communities. So all this is challenging politics if it's good policy, and then there's so many other things to do, and all of it dependent, Carol, on one thing, corporation tax, and if that goes back, all the plans go back to the burner as well Theresa really
0: political reshuffles are supposed to offer us Anorak some crack Yes, yesterday's delivered none do you expect any this week with the junior minister announcements
3: I mean I think there might be some s- small changes we already know some of the contours of what it's going to happen so there's going to be a change in the junior ministerial position on European affairs and perhaps some other rejigging but to be honest the senior team were chosen yesterday uh, this is about the, the kind of subs and the junior B people if they wanted to create a, a complete new facelift for the government to project a different image Uh, Yesterday was the day to to do it. Um, It'll be small changes, perhaps important ones, but nevertheless relatively minor um, on Wednesday when the the junior teams are are reorganised.
0: Dr Theresa Reedy in our Limerick studio and in our studio here Dirt Gerard Howland. Thank you both very much for joining us this afternoon.